0: May the God of hope fill you. Say fill. Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. As walking testimonies of God's grace, we are to overflow with the hope of God. Be encouraged that situation god will see you through to the other side his word will be a lamp to your feet the presence of god is with you in the book of daniel we see god's faithfulness on full display god knew daniel He knew his needs and what he was going through and what he was struggling with. And God cared for Daniel. And God cares deeply for you, beloved. In the lion's den, he was faced with what seemed to be a seemingly hopeless situation. But ultimately turned into a mighty testimony of God's presence like Daniel, this is all we need in our lives, God. All we need is God with us, God next to us, God in us, God above us, God below us, God behind us, God in front of us, surrounding us. No matter what we are faced with, we are equipped with the presence of of God Daniel 6 22 23 my God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions they have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight verse 23 when Daniel was lifted from the den listen to this no wound was found on him no wound but shall be found on you beloved because he was pierced for our transgressions. goes on to say, because he had trusted in his God. God is your rescuer. God is your restorer. Christ has shut the mouth of your accuser. He has shut the mouth of the accuser. Think about the woman who was bound and about to be stoned for the sins that she uh, committed adultery. Jesus dismissed every single accuser until he was the only one there. And he says to her, Where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? I have no accusers. I stand forgiven. I stand in the blood of Jesus. The enemy may glare at you like the lions did in the the den, but he has no right to a blood bought child of God. You are protected, and I declare this over your family that your families shall remain untouched from this world. Untouched. You agree with that? Untouched. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Colossians 3.15. We're reading in the Amplified. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily, With him, be the controlling factor. Say the controlling factor. In your hearts, deciding and settling, say settling, questions that arise. Anything that exalts itself against this will be brought down by the power of the word. Anything that comes against it. If you're going through times of heightened stress, I don't care how small or big or however the situation is, we all go through it from time to time. We all go through times where we need help. You have the authority to dismiss every thought that arises against you, to accuse you. You have the authority. As Jesus dismissed, all of the accusers of the woman caught in adultery, you can dismiss anything that does not align with this. You don't have to wrestle with that thought. You don't have to give it the time of day. Just weigh it against the word. If it doesn't bring you peace, dismiss it. If it doesn't bring you the peace of Christ, dismiss it immediately. Don't let it sit there. Those thoughts in your mind will remain thoughts. They will not take root in your heart. Your identity in Christ is secure. Your identity in Christ in your heart is secure. The destiny of any word that comes against this word is that it will be brought down. It will be brought down. Lo, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. You shoot down those thoughts of inferiority, those thoughts of fear, and they will shoot down like lightning. They will shoot down away from you immediately in Jesus' name. Because it's beneath the word. It's beneath the authority God's given you. Jesus said to us, to take no thought, saying. Take no thought, saying. You do not take a thought captive by agreeing with it, with your words. You take it captive with the word of God. In your mouth, speaking God's truth, When you speak the truth, it demolishes strongholds. It demolishes generational strongholds. They're all weak in the spirit realm. Generational, individual weaknesses, it's all equal. They're all weak before our God. When you really see the devil for who he is, there is nothing that he is equipped with. He's been stripped He has been stripped, beloved. Generational curses are of the past. They are of the past. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians 10.5 We take captive, say captive, bring it into jail, tie it up, throw the key away, every thought to make it obedient to who? Christ Jesus, for he is the head. He is the head, beloved. No matter what you're dealing with in your life, the greater reality that God has for you is the peace you are called to in christ the greater reality nothing trumps that nothing can touch that not even when daniel was in the lion's den all the enemy could do was look on praise jesus the peace of god if you allow it Listen, will always subdue whatever arises against it. If you allow it to move in you and to operate and abide, and you don't get up from it, you live in it and you dwell in it. The peace of Christ ruling in your heart is simply giving Jesus center stage in your heart, giving Him final say allowing him to sit on the throne of your heart and call all of the shots. Amen, church? Whenever the enemy tries to take you down a path of rehearsing your past, allow the Prince of Peace to rest upon you. Allow the Prince of Peace into that situation. The Prince of Peace is Jesus Christ, our Prince of Peace. We praise you, Lord. Lord, I I lift up everyone here today. I lift them up to you, Lord Jesus. And I'm asking, Lord, that you would equip them with your peace that transcends all understanding. They have it Help them and me to see it in every situation in my life and in their lives. We are equipped, beloved. Equipped with presence. Equipped with power. Equipped with might. Equipped with the word. Equipped with stronghold demolishing power. We praise you, Jesus. I I ask, Lord, that you would strengthen us, lift us up, give us courage, give us strength. We praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Help us to leave here today with a greater awareness of your love for us, Lord, and that will inevitably result. In any struggle becoming small in our sight, that will inevitably make any struggle seem easily overcomable. Amen. Your love, Lord, I praise you. I praise you, Jesus. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. The King Jesus. Ruling. Amen, church? King Jesus, seated on the throne of our heart, never to be moved from there. Praise you, Lord. If something's not lining up with the word, take no thought saying. Instead, Take the word and prophesy over that situation. Prophesy. Amen. Prophesy over the situation. If your inner dialogue is not lining up with the word, I, I just I can't do it. I don't, I, I don't know where I'm going to get the strength. How can I do this? What am I going to do? What is the future going to like, look like? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You are equipped. If your relationships, if any of them are feeling dry or lacking the basic foundation of understanding and communication, prophesy the word. We love because Christ loved us. I love because Christ first loved me. Therefore, I can truly love in my relationships. Therefore, I can truly love as God has designed me to love. Prophesy. Prophesy the immovable, unchanging word. Prophesy to the bones. Prophesy to the bones, beloved. I said prophesy to the bones. We're not leaving from this. Prophesy to those dry bones. I don't care how dead or dormant or unmoved or unresponsive the situation has seen on the outward appearance. God's word will move it. God's word, when you prophesy it in your mouth, will move that situation. And those dry bones will live. Say live. I command you to come to life in Jesus' name. Relationship that has been struggling, I command you in the name of Yeshua to come alive and return greater than it was before. I said return greater than it was before. Praise you, Jesus. Ezekiel thirty seven fourteen. I will put my spirit in you. We have the Holy Spirit living in us. Amen. And you will live. Amen. Listen to this part. I, God, is saying. I will settle you in your own land. I will settle you in your own land like a good shepherd who leads you along right paths. For his name's sake, he guides you and leads you to where exactly where you are supposed to be. God, listen. God will settle you peacefully into your calling. You will live in the land and dwell in it secure. You will know the abilities and talents that God has gifted you with and you will use them mightily to glorify him. When you walk in exactly the design that God has for your life, it is harmony. It is peace. It is being in tune with God's plan for you. 1 Peter 5:10 In his kindness God called you. Say I'm called. I'm called. To, share to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will, say, restore, restore. Support, support, and strengthen you. Strengthen. And he will place on uh, you on a firm foundation, Jesus Christ. The Amplified Version says, God, I love this, will himself complete, say complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. I love this also. Making you what you ought to be. He will establish you, He will lift you up. Whenever you feel any symptom of burnout, I've been there feeling helpless, sense of failure, self doubt, perhaps feeling alone. The scripture says in Psalm 51:12 restore to me the joy of your salvation restore to me the joy of your salvation I know I'm saved help me never to forget it for 1 second help me to always keep what you have done before my eyes Help me to always remember that I've been cleansed from past sins. Help me to never go out those doors and forget who I am. But help me to always keep my eyes on your word. I'm not like a man who goes and looks in the mirror and forgets who he looks like. I remember, we remember because we keep Christ at the center of our focus. Our strength cannot sustain us, but we have The Holy Spirit, who will not only sustain us, but he will lift us up. He will lift us up. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. Only the Holy Spirit can place a song on the inside of our heart to our God. One that can't be helped to be sung. I can't help but sing to my God. When can I go and dwell With him, anytime, anywhere. May I always rehearse, Lord, what you've done that I might not sin against you. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Feeling burnout in any area is actually a, a, a credible place to be because it is the end of yourself, and it's where Christ steps in. It's where true strength steps in because you're never burnout out in the Spirit. You're never burnout out in God. God's always there. God is always faithful. God is always there ready to help you in your time of need. Praise you, Lord. When you come to the end of your strength, you discover that there is a deep reservoir of even greater strength on the inside of you that comes from God. Not giving just a willingness, but an actual eagerness to press on. What do you want me to do, God? What's the next step? I'm so excited about what you're going to do next in and through me, Lord. I'm so excited about what you're about to do through this church because we have a body here of believers who are submitted to God, the creator of the universe. And when that happens, mighty things happen. Mighty things take place. Praise Jesus. An eagerness, say eagerness. eagerness. We find new levels of strength in the Spirit when we hunger for it, when we seek it, when we rest in it. Amen. The Holy Spirit will not only sustain you, but prosper you you will prosper in what God has called you to do because you're equipped and you have power from God. So it's time to move on from the past. If you haven't already, today's the day. It's time to move on from the past and press on with the truth and press on to your future that God has with you. Are you ready to agree with that? Are you ready to do that? Praise you, Jesus. God will settle you, as the scripture said in Ezekiel, he will settle you into your calling because it's designed to fit you perfectly. It's designed to fit you perfectly. If you think about the chairs here at church, they weren't designed for the individual. They weren't designed for just you, to just fit you. They're designed to meet the masses. But your calling is individual and intricately designed for you to walk in. It's just for you to walk out. I will settle you in your land. When you are exactly where God wants you to be, doing exactly what He's called you to, you find a rhythm and you find a grace. You find a rhythm and you find a grace. Praise Jesus. You find yourself settled into walking with God. That calling in your life only fits you. You're the only one who can walk it out. When you come to your calling, the Lord will settle your mind and heart. Your calling... What God designed you to do, whether in occupation, whatever it may be. It is as intricately designed and exclusive to you as your fingerprint. You know, no one shares your fingerprint. How exciting to discover what God purposed for you to walk in before the foundations of the world. To discover your way, listen, to discover your way of glorifying God. Of bringing people to Jesus through what God has called you to do. It's your way of thanking him and praising him. So remember, never try to copy other people. And how they do it. Be exactly who God created you to be. Because you're one of a kind. Allow Him to speak through you. We hear this scripture often, but I really want to take the time and just sit here and make this scripture personal. And I pray that this scripture would reach new levels in your heart. For this is God speaking to you. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future with me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want you to get this. The Scripture says he gives seed to the sower so that he might give. God gives calling to the worshiper. God gives calling to the worshiper. Seed is provided so that we may give, not to hoard it, not to keep it for ourselves. Calling is provided that we may praise Him, that we may glorify Him and live for others. Amen? Your calling is precious. He's prepared the offering for us. We simply offer, we simply Offer it back to him. All of these things are gifts from God to be used in service to others. Remember, even in the beginning of creation, Adam was given a job to tend to the garden, to take care of it. He was given a calling. He was given a responsibility. Praise you, Lord. And before we close, I want to read from Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30. Praise you, Jesus. crazy jesus The parable I seem to have misplaced it Matthew 25 Verse 14. I'm going to read in the, uh, in the Aramaic. Verse 14. Like the man who journeyed and called his servants and delivered to them his property. He's given us the kingdom. Amen. He's given us keys to the kingdom. Amen, church? To one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, each man according to his power. and he immediately went abroad. But he who received five talents went and traded them and gained five others. So also he of the two gained two others. But he who received one went and dug in the ground and buried the money of his Lord. Your talents and abilities are not meant to be hidden, kept for yourself. They're meant to be used for the service of God. After much time, verse 19, the Lord of the servants came and took an account of them. And he called him who had received five talents and brought five others. And he said, my Lord, you gave me five talents. Behold, I have gained five other talents on top of them. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a a little. I shall set you over much. You've been faithful with a few small things. Now I make you ruler over many. Verse 22. And he of his two talents came and said, My Lord, you gave me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents on top of them. I didn't waste what you gave me. I used it. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I shall set you over much. Enter the joy of the Lord. He who received one talent came and said, My Lord, I had known that you were a hard man and that you reaped where you had not sown and that you gathered from where you have not threshed. And I was afraid and I went and buried your talent in the ground. Behold, it is yours. His master answered and said to him, You evil, and lazy servant, you knew that I reaped where I had not sown and gathered from where I had not threshed. And it was incumbent upon you to cast my money to exchange so that when I would come, I could require my own with its interest. Take therefore the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to the one who has, it shall be given. And it will be increased. Say increased to him but whoever does not have that which he has will be taken from him and they cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth each and every person on the planet has been given talents and abilities from god and it's it's up to us in worship and reverence to submit those things back to him And to give it back to Him, recognizing that it's from Him in service to others and in service in the kingdom of God. Amen, church? So, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the talents and abilities that you've given us. We thank you for the calling that you've given each and every one of us. Help us, Lord Jesus to settle into our calling, and to know exactly what it is that you have for us to walk in. We thank you that there is no hindrance in our path because you lead us in right paths. You lead and guide us in right paths and we praise you for that, Lord. So before we close, three things to take away from today. Discouragement. It cannot stay when you know the plans that God has for you. Number two, speak the truth over any thought that does not agree with the calling that God has placed on your life. And number three, God will make you settle. Say settle. In my calling. He has designed for each and every one of you. Yes, ma'am. Please. Yeah, Absolutely. So the Lord has told me to declare this and to know this. Every single person in this church will fulfill the call of God on their lives. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise you, Lord, and we agree with that. We thank you for that word, Lord. Each and every one of you will fulfill the calling that God has placed on your life. Amen to that. At this time, I'd like to take uh, communion and as well as uh, receive tithe and offering.